Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and we're going to give you some news and views from a West Texan's biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast, and we have a lot to talk about today, guys. There's a lot of stuff going on in the headlines today that really, really does point towards Bible prophecy. So the Biden regime lumps Christians, conservatives, and Republicans into the same category as Nazis in the new DHS anti-terrorism program. What surprises you? Not me. The Biden regime is lumping us together uh, in their new Department of Homeland Security terrorism program. This is unprecedented in American history. Not only is the regime targeting its political opponents and jailing hundreds of Trump supporters, but they have broadened their targeted population to include Christians. Yes, folks, we'll talk about that. And how can we overcome the smug, quote, pride agenda? This is an article by Linda Harvey, Mission America. The school's homosexual transgender club, that would be five to 11 year olds, had organized the event. Yes, that's where we are, folks. Yes, folks. Folks, at least in Oregon, she says. Oh, but wait. In America's heartland, Indiana has its own outrageous pride grooming event planned for youth ages 12 to 20, where no parents will be allowed. That's right. Predators are officially demanding for people to hand over their children. We'll skim that. In the coming One World Religion, Compass tells us that we've discussed in detail the fact that millions realizing full well they missed the rapture will be martyred for their newly found embrace of biblical Christianity. That still leaves billions of other non-believers dying of starvation. You could easily see them being forced to do a lot of things just to have food to eat, folks. We will talk about that. You guys, a lot of stuff. And ding, 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 ding. European-level taxes coming to America if U.S. keeps up unsustainable spending. The Daily Signal tells us, compared to Western Europe, the American and middle class has it pretty good when it comes to taxes. Of course, that's more of an indictment on Western European governance than it is an endorsement of the U.S. tax system. And unless Washington changes its big spending ways, the U.S. middle class soon will face similar astronomical taxes. Folks, not only is taxes astronomical, I want you to take I want you just to take a $50 bill to the grocery store and tell me how much you can come back with. So I tell you what I do. I take my little grocery tart to the store when I do go. And uh, I just fill up that little part there, you know, where your kids used to sit. (laughs) Or some of them still may sit. I fill that little part of the basket up. And that usually runs about $50 to $75. Uh, depending upon what you buy. So yoga opens demonic doors to evil spirits, warns, warns ex-psychic. Folks, this is absolutely true. If you're practicing yoga, notice the word practicing. It always says practicing yoga. Hmm, I wonder why. Yes, folks, you're opening demonic doors. Go to uh, getalifemedia.com. Uh, getalifemedia.com. Go check out Pastor Billy Crone uh, and everything he has to tell you all about yoga and how demonic it is you are not going to christianize yoga i don't care how many labels you want to put on it it says well some think of yoga as a form of exercise or a way to clear the mind others view it as a demonic door that opens its practitioners to end oppression for uh former psychic turned christian jen niza yoga was once a ritualistic exercise she purposely used to connect to evil spirits. After leaving the occult and turning to Christ, Nisa is using her platform to speak out against the idea that yoga is simply all fun and innocent movements. And I can tell you guys, it's probably going to get ready to rain because 
my little chihuahua, Squirty Poo, is sitting behind me. Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, he gave me that embarrassing look. Don't call me that in public, Mom. Yeah, I'm sorry, Squirt. Squirticus, like Spartacus. <laughs> anyway, he's shaking like a little leaf behind me, so I think it's probably going to rain. So, boycott, target, targets, children, recruits for pride, cult, David, Fury, also, we will talk a little bit about that. 2022, however, Target teamed up with a UK designer who is a proud, self-proclaimed gay transgender who practices Satanism. Much of their merchandise is clearly aimed at children. What could go wrong? Well, folks, I posted some of that on my Facebook page um, today, this morning. Another friend of mine had posted that, and uh, I said, what in the world? So I went and looked it up. This is in UK, and it is uh, Target's own brand, which now has been pulled. Will not give you the name. But it literally had a goat's horn with their little, you know, symbolism on top of the goat head. And then underneath it, it said, and it's in rainbow colors, of course. And what did it say? Satan likes pronouns. Satan loves pronouns. Do you need another reason to stop shopping at Target? Does anybody need another reason to stop shopping at Target? If Billy Bob could be sitting in the bathroom next to me or my friend's six-year-old little girl or whoever, let me tell you something, Billy Bob... Uh, needs to be taken outside and uh, well I won't say what he needs to be done this is the Christian programming <laughs> episode podcast I won't say that but you probably know what I'm thinking bye bye Billy Bob Billy Bob didn't change his ways Billy Bob will go to hell and that's the truth the cold hard black and white truth of what the Bible says yeah mm-hmm but people don't you to talk about the Bible because they call it hate speech really that's hate speech. So if we are to go and warn Billy Bob, hey Billy Bob, if you don't warn your, if you don't change your ways, Billy Bob, and repent of your sins, Billy Bob, because you know, Billy Bob, that you're not really a girl and you shouldn't be in a little girl's bathroom. I mean, you don't need to be a rocket scientist, Billy Bob, to know that, right? Billy Bob knows that. Billy Bob knows what he's doing is wrong. So we're not to tell Billy Bob that what he's doing is wrong and let Billy Bob go to hell when he dies an everlasting burning lake of fire bye billy bob because you know billy bob the world loves you billy bob the world tells you billy bob that what you're doing is okay billy bob yes billy bob you're fine to wear you know your beard and put on makeup and little girls clothes and go to the women's restroom in target that's right that way you can scope out little girls sure billy bob or all these other people who think they're men and men think they're women or they're gay and, you know, homophobic, whatever. Homosexuals, homosexual is a sin and you will go to hell if you practice it. But we can't tell people that because that's hate speech. Really? Who really loves these people? Jesus loves these people. He loves them so much he died for them just like he died for you and I. We all have sin skeletons in our closets. Every single one of us, every one of us do. But you know, the difference is somebody told us about the grace of Jesus Christ. Somebody told us about the love of Jesus Christ. Somebody cared enough about us to turn us from our wicked ways and to tell us that, hey, Heather, what you're doing is a sin, is a sin to a holy God. Guess what? You're on your way to hell if you don't repent. You, Heather, know you need somebody to save you and you can't save yourself. You know, what you're doing, Heather, is a sin. Hello. I know your your fleshly body loves that and wants to rebel against that, but we all know it's true. And so what do we do? We finally 
heed the conviction of the Holy Spirit and we repent of our sin. We ask Christ to forgive us and we are thankful and beyond thankful. His mercy and grace abounds as far as the east is from the west is how far he has forgiven us of our sins. So who really loves the transgender folks? Who really loves the homosexuals? Who really loves the drunkard? Who loves the drug addicted? Who loves the woman who had an abortion? Who loves these people? Who loves the adulterers? Who loves these people? Jesus loves these people. They are our brothers and sisters if they turn to Christ. Who really love? Do we? Do we as Christians? Do we love these people? Do we care enough about these people to go and tell them the truth? Do you? Do I? The world doesn't. The world doesn't. They don't care. The world doesn't care, folks. It may act like it cares. It may pretend that it cares. And these people caught up. They really believe that. The world does not care. The world is satanic. We live in a fallen world. Satan is the ruler of this world. Remember that he's a ruler of this age. But God is sovereign. So God, over, of course, is over all. So remember that God, nothing is out of God's hands. Trust me, nothing is out of his control. We all know. Look at Job. Satan could have had to ask. Satan had to go and ask God's permission to do all that to Job. So remember that if you're under trials and tribulations, just know God knows you are. God knows that you're under trial and tribulation. He knows he will never leave you nor forsake you. We never give up on God. He never gives up on us. Mm, you know. But does the world love? No, the world does not love sinners. They want you to keep practicing sin because Satan wants to take you to hell. That's why he knows he's going to hell. He knows. He hates Christians so much. He hates creation so much that he wants to take everybody to hell. Of course he does. We can be redeemed. They cannot. Angels cannot be redeemed. Only we can. We are the crowning of God's creation. We are created in God's own image. He says in our image is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Don't let me tell you any different. But if you just happen to come across this podcast and you just happen to be a homosexual or you just happen to be transgender that you think you are or you just happen to be any other kind of sinner because we've all sinned. We're all, I was an alcoholic and a druggie. Trust me, I was a sinner. Oh, huge, huge. I was a, I still am a wretch. But praise God for his mercy and grace. Hello, I've done a lot of horrible things in my life. And I am so thankful to God. Because he forgave me. He forgave me. He pulled me out of that miry pit that I was in. Just like he can pull you out of your miry pit that you're in. But if nobody tells you that you're a sinner and the world tells you that what you're doing is okay. And they applaud you for it. Oh, look at Billy Bob. How brave is Billy Bob to keep his beard and put on a dress and some makeup and some lipstick and go use the ladies' bathroom at Target. Oh, how brave. Folks, that is satanic, demonic, wicked. And what do you think is going to happen to Billy Bob when Billy Bob gets hit by a bus or Billy Bob drops dead from a heart attack because he had, you know, every single uh, uh, vaccine that you could get. And he was triple, quadruple boosted and everything else. And he took the Paxlor pill and all kinds of girl. What do you think is going to happen when Billy Bob drops dead? Where do you think Billy Bob is going to open up his eternal eyes? Where do you think he's going to be? Do you, you think he's going to be in heaven with Jesus because he denied Christ? Do you think that's where he's going to be? Or do you think he's going to be in hell? And do you, why do you think he's in hell? Do you think he's not going to think back over all those people who nobody, all these Christians that he supposedly knew and none of them had the gahootspa, I guess you could say, to tell him what the Bible said? 
I don't know. I know Squirt's like, he doesn't know either. I know Squirt. Squirt's all riled up now. What do you think's going to happen? He will be in hell for eternity. Folks, we really need to be thinking in terms of eternal terms. When we see people like that, we need to go and tell them. Today, one of my clients, their grandson, believes in evolution. He said there's three Genesis. And I was like, huh? <laughs> it's like, that's new to me. And, uh, oh, boy, we got the severe thunderstorm watches going on now. And Squirt is, that's what's wrong with my little Squirty. I can say, what's he barking for? Every single news app that I have on my phone is going to be going off. But, folks, let me tell you something. We need to tell these people. What are we afraid of? They're going to get mad at us. Let them get mad at us. But you know what? When they die and they're in hell for eternity because they denied Christ, they cannot say that one of us did not try to warn them. Hmm? That's right. If you know a bridge is out and these people are headlong and you try to stop them, say, hey, 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 that bridge is out. It's been washed out. And if they say, whenever the bridge is there and they decide to go on and they drown, it's not on your hands. That blood's not on your hands. It's on their hands. I just, you know, as much as we hate the, this, this satanically inspired homosexual pride month that they've included the entire alphabet soup, you know, pedophiles and oh they're not pedophiles they're minor attracted people really <laughs> they're a pedophile they are sick they are very sick with sin and the only cure for that is jesus that's it we need to pray for these people and i know it's hard because that's one of my i absolutely i have such a hard time with that but i know that i need to pray for these people i need to pray for them they are you know, blinded by Satan. That's what God said that would happen if they denied Christ. You'll be blinded. Satan can blind you to the truth. We need to pray that their eyes would be open, their ears would be open, their hearts would be open, and that they would heed the conviction of the Holy Spirit. While there's still time, while there is still time, while they still have breath, because whether we are raptured here before we die or not, we know when we die, we're going to be with the Lord. We know that. These people, when they die, they will go to hell. Hell is real. Hell is eternal, just like heaven's eternal. <laughs> you don't think you're going to spend some time in heaven like, oop, that's all. Bye-bye, Heather. Nice knowing you. Uh, no, it's for eternity. It's eternal. Well, if heaven's e for eternal, well, so is hell. You don't just go there and serve your time and then you're annihilated or whatever they want to tell you. No. But the world lies to these people and tells them that what they're doing is okay. And they applaud them. Oh, my gosh, they cheer them on. Didn't the, didn't the Bible say something about that? Yes, Romans 1 has a lot to say about that. I didn't think I was going to go off on that tangent, but I did go off on that tangent. <laughs> I guess uh, I always pray before I do these, and so, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Holy Spirit was, I don't know. You never know. But if somebody is listening to this podcast and you are caught up in any kind of sin, it doesn't matter what sin it is. Any sin separates you from a holy God, and you need a Savior. You need Jesus. Let me tell you something. God loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how wretched you are because we all are. I don't care what sin you've committed and how egregious and how disgusting or immoral or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as you come to repentance, you know you need a sinner. You cry out to Jesus to save you. You acknowledge that he did the work on the cross 
that he died for your sin. His blood covers your sin and he's the only way. There is no other way to God, only Jesus. He says, I'm the way, the truth and the life and nobody comes to the father except through me. That's it. And you believe that God raised him three days from the three days later, God raised him from the dead. And he is now sitting at the right hand throne of God. You know why he's sitting? Because it's finished. He finished it on the cross. Finished. That's it. So let me tell you that you have to do something or pray these prayers or this vain repetition of the heathens is what Jesus calls it. And that's in the Bible. But the thing is, people don't read their Bibles, so they don't know what the Bible says. <laughs> they have no idea. They're just like, oh, well, they told me to say this. Hail Mary. Really? Really? They told you to say that? And you're just like, okay. Because <laughs> I don't know what the Bible says. The Bible says that's vain repetitions of the heathens. And the Bible also says there's no other way to God except to Jesus. Jesus is the only Savior. Mary can't save you. She died like everybody else. She needed Jesus as her Savior too. Mm. They don't tell you the truth though. But if you are listening, just know whatever you've done, Jesus will forgive you. He will forgive you. And he will wash you clean, white as snow. And he will forget whatever you've done. He says, I have blotted out their sin and I remember it no more. So if Jesus doesn't remember it, you shouldn't either. Pray today for Christ to save you. Ask you today to save you. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Believe he died on the cross before your sins. Believe God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That's the entire reason for this podcast. And I talk about articles and headlines and all this to point you to the Bible to show you what the Bible says is true. And nobody else um, can tell the end from the beginning except our Heavenly Father, God Almighty. That's it. That's it. Anyway, in depth, Jesus didn't unhitch from the Old Testament and neither should professing Christians. That's Harbinger's Daily. We may talk about that tomorrow. And COVID Hospital disclaims responsibilities in teens death blames family of course <laughs> of course folks i can't read those stories because my blood pressure will shoot through the roof so let's go back so Biden regime lumps christians and conservatives and republicans into the same category as nazis in the new dhs anti-terrorism program we're gonna open up that article Dun, dun, dun. You can find it at thegatewaypundit.com. Yes, folks, thegatewaypundit.com. And it's by Jim Hopped. Posted today, today, May 25th at 11 a.m. Earlier this year, we learned that the FBI was targeting and infiltrating Catholic parishes to spy on the congregations. The FBI has also infiltrated pro uh, protests and admitted to having dozens of federal assets who were working inside the January 6, 2021 protests in Washington, D.C. The Biden regime was also caught working with private companies to censor speech in America. Now this. The Biden regime is lumping Christians and conservatives and Republicans into the same category as Nazis in the new Department of Homeland Security terrorism program. This is unprecedented in American history. Not only is the regime targeting its political opponents and jailing hundreds of Trump supporters, but they have broadened their target targeted population to include Christians. At what point will Americans wake up and understand that they, the country, is in the middle of a Marxist takeover? Fox News reported the Biden administration is doling out taxpayer money through an anti-terrorism grant initiative to a university program that has explicitly lumped the Republican Party as well as Christians, conservative groups into the same category as Nazis. According to documents shared exclusively with Fox News Digital, the Media Research Center, a conservative watchdog group, obtained documents through the Freedom of Information Act 
request showing a Department of Homeland Security program anti-fight terrorism is funding a group whose work has explicitly targeted the American political right. The MRC outlined its findings in a report arguing what the group found warrants criminal prosecution. Let me get a drink of my coffee here, guys. Mm-hmm. So this terrorism task force is engaged in an active effort to demonize and eliminate Christian, conservative, and Republican organizations using federal taxpayer dollars, said Brent Bozel, founder and president of the Media Research Center. What we have uncovered calls for criminal prosecution. The American people need to know those who are abusing their positions in the federal government will be held accountable for their criminal behavior. DHS's Targeted Violence and uh, Terrorism Prevention Grant Program, or TVTP, provides funds to various public, private, and nonprofit institutions such as universities and county governments to establish or enhance capabilities to prevent targeted violence and terrorism. Grant applicants must be based in the United States and implement a United States-based program. Yay, folks. Don't you know they're coming for us? Of course they are. You know, they shut down YouTube channels and all. I shut my YouTube channel down. Hello, it was teeny tiny. But what I said was the truth. And they can't handle. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) They can't handle the truth. How we overcome the smug pride agenda. Yes, folks. We all need to know a little bit about this. This is the uh, MissionAmerica.com by Linda Harvey. And I do like her. I've read a couple of articles articles of hers here lately. And uh, I like her. So the season for nauseating pride is upon us once again. And we can report both bad and good news. Stay tuned for action steps at the end, she says. So first, the bad news includes a planned after-school pride event at an elementary school in Portland, Oregon, featuring drag queen performances. The good news is that the event was canceled after alleged threats and fear of protests. Yet no police investigation was reported, so verbal outrage is probably a serious is as serious as it got. Uh, let's remember that screams and accusations would be welcomed against Christians, but no objections are permissible by any old thing uh, the LGBTQ crowd plans for other people's children no they are perennial victims that's their true orientation and identity the school's homosexual transgender club that would be five to 11 year olds had organized the event yes that's where we are folks she said at least in oregon folks throw this up here really quick at the creek church at the creek a-t-h-e-y creek go check them out on youtube go find their website i'll post it uh pastor brett meter i love him i do i love him he is so freaking cool you guys if you want to listen to a good pastor please please go find them you can go to my website bible prophecy the number four today.com bible prophecy the number four today.com and i have him listed there anyway moving right along uh old Man wade in america's heartland indiana has his own outrageous pride grooming event planned for youth ages 12 to 20 where no parents will be allowed that's right Predators are officially demanding for people to hand over their children. The bad news includes an increase in rainbow radical events and an uptick in pride promotions by a growing list of corporations oblivious to customer preferences, of course. But that's where the good news starts. Pushback from fed up normal America is being reported and felt and businesses are waffling. Perhaps we owe a big thank you to Bud Light for giving us a prideful preview of depravity that motivated a wave of opposition. The beer brand continues to tank 
And now retail giant Target is hiding its just-introduced rainbow wear displays in the back of its stores. Todd Starnes reports and the company is terrified of a Bud Light-level customer flight. Boycott Target has been trending on social media. Target introduced not only highly offensive pride apparel for children, which they've featured in years past, but also female clothing designed for the bulge of melanatomy. And it gets worse. The icing on Target's Poisonous Cake is the company's affiliation with Pride Apparel designed by a Satanist, proclaiming messages like Satan loves you and Satan respects pronouns. As I am writing this, the Target stock price is sinking fast. Go sane America! The Los Angeles Dodgers flip-flopped in their pride plans to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, female impersonators dressed as nuns who grotesquely mock Jesus. Christian moral standards in the Catholic Church. The Dodgers backed off after complaints, but then reversed course and apologized to the profane nuns. But the good news is that they blinked, and that's fantastic. And the city of Tampa, Florida, has canceled its Pride River Festival altogether, blaming a new Florida measure outlawing drag performances where children are present. Thanks again, Governor DeSantis, who announced his run for presidency yesterday. Mr. DeSantis, you have my vote. That's me speaking, Heather. (laughs) Back to the article of Linda. So are you ready to take some action? Here are some businesses reporting or supporting pride. You got Nike, of course. You have Adidas, which breaks my heart because I thought Adidas was better than that. Featuring a male modeling a female bathing suit. And Under Armour, and as usual, Disney. Under Armour really surprises me because Under Armour was never like that before. Bye-bye, Under Armour. Later, bro. So, surprising supporters of rainbow radicalism are L.L. Bean and Land's End. Here's what I emailed Land's End. I am horrified that you support pride with products and visibility on your website. Do you not understand that there are literally millions of Americans who find the whole LGBTQ tyranny and agenda, especially its detrimental impact on our kids, very, very offensive? I will not be shopping at Land's End in the near future. Oh, that's amazing, you guys. L.L. Bean and Land's End. Oh. Then there's PetSmart. Why? And Petco. Also, Michael's Convert. Converse is satanic, by the way. Best Buy, Levi's, and Kohl's. Of course, they've all been big, huge supporters of them for a while. Kohl's even features the depraved, bait-and-switch, suicide prevention, child corruption group, the Trevor Project. And here's what I wrote to Kohl's. I'm appalled. This is Linda. I'm appalled at how Kohl's has taken a deep dive into supporting the LGBTQ so-called pride. You people are really, really out of touch with your customer base. Don't you realize that literally millions of Americans are fed up with the trashy values and tyranny of homosexuality and gender confusion and the negative impact on our kids? I once shopped at Kohl's regularly. As of two years ago, I stopped and I will not be returning anytime soon. You are not inclusive of Christians and traditionalists who find homosexuality and gender confusion offensive. Also, there's Joanne's Fabric, the children's clothing store, Carter's, Dick's Sporting Goods. Bye-bye, Dick's Sporting Goods. When they took their guns, I was like, no. <laughs> and the North Face, featuring a drag queen named Patty Gonya. Well, bye-bye, my North Face jacket. Mm, okay. And let's not forget Walmart. They've been on the gay train for years. I received an email in early May from Zappos with a rainbow icon as if this would be welcomed by most of their customers. Here what I wrote to the chat line. 
Why is there a rainbow emoji on the email I received? Don't your people realize that there are literally millions of potential customers who are fed up with the pride and all it stands for? Please tell the management that this is a huge negative and I will not be shopping with Zappos in the near future. And the list goes on and on. Unfortunately, she says, I am challenging everyone who reads this to send at least two, hopefully more, emails to pride supporting companies. They need to hear from their customers. Let's not just let this go one more year without objection. Feel free to copy or modify my email, she says, for more information on Companies that support our values go here. Hey, we'll check that out, guys. What do you think? So let's close with more good news, especially for our children. Kirk Cameron is rolling out a new children's book to counteract the false and harmful messages of pride. It's called Pride Comes Before the Fall. Ooh, sounds great. Here's one of the growing number of celebrities not afraid to step out and provide alternative messages. We don't have to knuckle under this year. We have an opportunity, friends. There is a level of outcry that we can join. No violence, of course, she says. But we can ally with many other voices raised in saying, stop the pride that's destroying America. Amen, sister. Amen. So we're going to go here. I'm going to pull up some... um, Companies that side with us, America's Marketplace. So let's see what we got here. Let me make sure. Well, our values, pro-life, pro-family, pro-freedom. So what do we got? Community that supports your business and your values. So let's find some businesses. What we got? OAN, the Babylon Bee, Real America's Turning Point USA, Tucker Carlson, Newsbags. Okay, that's cool. So Tucker Carlson... Hopefully, we'll get his own website thing. So, let's see. Um, small businesses you can trust. So, The Good Rancher. Uh, you again. So, there's a bunch of stuff on there. I'll put this website there. Um, okay. Where those jeans came from. But we'll see. Kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, Rowan. So, the clothing store or clothing company, Rowan. Hey, that's pretty cool. We'll check that out. Okay. So, what else we got going on, you guys? Dun, dun, dun. Iran has quietly been enriching uranium stockpiles and now has enough uh, to produce three full-scale atomic weapons to launch against Israel. Folks, this is getting serious. Yes, folks. So this article is by Jeffrey Greider and it's at nowtheendbegins.com. I'm going to throw in here really quick. My friend Karina um, that I went to high school with. Oh my gosh, she's such a sweet girl. I love her so much. Um, lost her son a couple years ago one of her sons um anyway guys she is in the hospital right now we just got word um, of our class um she is on a i guess a bipap machine they call it a cpap but i think it's a bipap machine helping her breathe uh, she's got pneumonia she's very very weak very sick um she can't talk because it takes too much breath to talk guys please pray for her she's a sweet sweet friend um you know we went to school together and uh i'll tell you how close knit um, our class is the class of 1994. Uh, we have a Facebook page um, dedicated just to, it's not a page, but it's a, um, uh, what do you call it, a messenger group anyway, dedicated just to all of us. And so we always try to stay abreast of everybody and pray for each other. Um, we're from a very small town, Hart, Texas. So um, you guys know um, us small town folks. We, you know, we all kind of stick together. If you could, please lift her up in prayer. I sure would appreciate it. And guys, Kim is doing so well. I can't tell you guys, oh my gosh, how grateful and thankful we are to Heavenly Father, to God uh, for answered prayers. That, folks, is a miracle. Uh, she just went back, did some of the paperwork. She may be returning to work um, here within the next couple of weeks. They did get to go fishing. She's been going to church. 
And so praise God, praise God, all glory to God for that. I just want to thank you guys so much for praying for her. You have no idea how much that means to me and to her and to everybody else. I tell you, all of her friends. Um, anyway, so let's see if we can't jump into this article briefly. So uh, it says there's a growing sense in Israel that Jerusalem is quickly running out of time to prevent Iran from becoming a regional nuclear power. It has been a little while since we last an article on anything going on in the terror state of Iran. There really has has been that much interesting news coming out of that area. But just as it's always dangerous, when a little kid suddenly gets quiet, Iran has been quietly going into uh, an, an a uranium enriching frenzy. Right now, they have 193 pounds of U-235 enriched to 60% or enough mass to produce three full-scale atomic weapons, and it doesn't stop there. Jeremiah 46, 28 tells us, Fear thou not, O Jacob, my servant, saith the Lord, for I am with thee, for I will make a full end of all the nations, whither I have driven thee, but I will not make a full end of thee. But correct thee in measure, yet will I not leave thee wholly unpunished. Israel is rapidly uh, coming up upon two realities. One, they're aware of, and the uh, and the other they are not. The first is the fact that at some point military action will be necessary to stop the Iranian nuclear ambitions, just as it was back in 1981 when Israel launched Operation Babylon or yeah, Babylon to destroy Iran's nuclear program. The other is the time of Jacob's trouble, warned of by nearly all the prophets and will start in the immediate aftermath of the pre-tribulation rapture of the church. And it says, is Iran unlocking the gates to Armageddon? From the hill, according to a February 2023 official uh, International Atomic Energy Agency report to the United Nations Security Council, Iran has portentously amassed a stockpile of 193 pounds of U-235, enriched to 60 percent or enough, of course, for the full uh, three full-scale uh, atomic weapons. It has also alarmingly demonstrated a menacing capacity to enrich the U-235 particles to 83.7 percent. Equally disconcerting was two cascades of IR-6 centrifuges at Iran's Fordo facility were configured to facilitate reaching a weaponized grade of 90%. Iran clearly knows now how to unlock the doors to a nuclear Armageddon. There's a growing sense in Israel that Jerusalem is quickly running out of time to prevent Iran from becoming a regional nuclear power. Moreover, it is highly likely that as part of Tehran's uh, partnership to supply Russia President Vladimir Putin with drones for use in Ukraine. Moscow is helping Iran overcome the last of several remaining technical obstacles to producing, weaponizing, delivering, and detonating a nuclear bomb. Quote, particles are not the same as highly enriched uranium. However, like a dying canary in a coal mine, their enrichment is an unmistakable signal to the Israeli Defense Force that the end game is fast approaching a now or never reckoning. Acting will not be easy, nor is decisive success a given. Many of Iran's nuclear sites are as far as 1,500 miles east of Tel Aviv, including Iran's purported atomic test site in the Lutz Desert. In 1981, Israel launched Operation Babylon, which uh, successfully destroyed Saddam Hussein's Osirak, um, Osirak, I guess, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but nuclear facility then under construction that required a single 2,000-mile aerial trip. Now, in direct contrast, there are at least seven major known Iranian nuclear sites spanning the country, including Bashur, which is built, uh, being built in partnership with Russia, the Natnats, uh, the Natans, 
Indrigent Plant and the Isfahan Nuclear Fuel Research and Production Center. Beyond that, there are other critical facilities that would have to be struck by the Israeli Air Force to success to sufficiently degrade Iran's capacity to build and launch nuclear weapons. Jerusalem, since early 2021, has increasingly publicized signal to Tehran a willingness and readiness to do just that. And he goes on to talk a little bit about that. And Washington hesitantly is trying to help Jerusalem ratchet up the pressure on Tehran, agreeing to the massive joint military exercise in Israel uh, earlier in January, codenamed Juniper Oak 23.2. More than 6,000 U.S. soldiers um, joined the 1,100 IDF forces and maneuvers involving 142 coalition aircraft. However, despite the overt threats to U.S. national security interests in the Middle East and elsewhere, a nuclear-armed Iran would pose, the Biden administration is seemingly still mired in the false promise of continued diplomacy with Iran. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has repeatedly tried to revive the Obama administration's joint comprehensive plan of action of October 2015, which President Donald Trump to which President Donald Trump uh, terminated three years later in May 2018. But in spite of Sullivan's effort, Iran has only obfuscated and used the intervening time lost to negotiations to continue its nuclear program unbated. And he goes on to say Sullivan has a rather naively viewed diplomacy as an end to a means, but Iran's supreme leader, um, Ali Kham- Khomeini, uh, sees it as a means to ending Israel's window of opportunity to stop Tehran from going Nuclear now, the end begins, is your frontline defense against the rising tide of darkness in the last days before the rapture of the church. Folks, mm-mm-mm-mm. and of course you all, I know we're aware, if you listen to this podcast, I know you listen to other ones, but the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war is quickly coming. We see all these things forming. These things are forming the literal backdrop of the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war, folks. Wake up and smell the book of Revelation. It's coming, folks. It's coming. Christ is coming to take us out of here. Christ is coming to put an end to all of this. Oh, my goodness. Well, mm-hmm. So, anyway, and, it, it, you know, what happens is you can tell when all these countries come against Israel, and uh, there is no way for Israel to win. There's no way. And it says, like, the whole nobody stands with Israel. They're completely on their own. And so, of course, total annihilation is inevitable, but... God, that's right, God intervenes. And the whole world knows it was God that intervened and saved Israel. Folks, read Ezekiel 38 and 39. You're going to be like, what? (laughs) I have a book out. It's called The Last Days Remnant Believers or uh, The Remnant Believers. Folks, you can check that out at um, Amazon. And uh, that talks a whole lot about the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. And so I have Murphy. I know y'all can hear her in the background. (laughs) Anytime I get on the podcast, she gets uber upset because I'm not paying any attention. Because you know it's all about the Murphy. Y'all guys that have cats, you know it's all about the cat. We're just here uh, to wait on them hand and foot. Or hand and paw. How are we going to put that? You know, that's how they are. So, folks, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. But I think we covered a lot of it. And, um, you know, the European level taxes coming to America. Of course, we're going to continue to spend. Of course, I don't know if they've expanded the debt ceiling. But, you know, the Democrats want this $7 billion, whatever it's in astronomical is and you say folks i think about this and you know i i you know one of my neighbors over here he is he's on i think his disability and of course on retirement or you know not really retirement but i think his disability and social security checks now okay say you get 1100 bucks so back in the day 1100 dollars was okay right 1100 dollars right now i don't even know what i would do 
that's not very much at all. Um, especially if you have a car payment, his rent's like, I don't know, say 600 bucks a month because he's, you know, he's in the studio, you know, for you guys and efficiency, whatever you want to call it. But they're pretty big here where I live. They're awesome. I used to live in one. They're awesome. They're, they do have a bedroom. They have a massive kitchen, which my kitchen is pretty big in the two bedroom. One bedroom has no kitchen, you know, but anyway, so say you spend 600 bucks. Say you have a $300 car payment, that's $900. And then, yeah, your lights and electricity and yeah, your light bill, as you call it, electricity, whatever you guys want to call it, gas, water, whatever. So you're already at $900. So you only have $200 left. Plus you have your car insurance and everything else. And then say you're lucky enough not to have a car payment. Okay. So you rent $600. You know, you're making $1,100. What's that? $500. You know, so you have $500 to buy groceries, to pay your water, gas, electric bill. You know, hey, your phone bill, whatever. That's not a lot of that's not a lot, folks. But you know, before Biden entered office and you know, gas was like a dollar or something a gallon, and you know, back then you could afford these kind of things. Yeah, I'm just saying food wasn't, you know, you can't fill up the top little portion of the basket where you put your kid at and spend seventy five dollars, you know. <laughs> wasn't the case then. You know, twenty five, thirty bucks, bought you some pretty good groceries. Not now, folks, not now. So the daily signal by Prussian Preston Brashears, May 23rd, European level taxes coming to America if U.S. keeps up unsustainable spending. And of course they will, as long as we have Democrats in office. Compared to Western Europe, you know, we went through this. The American middle class has it pretty good when it comes to taxes. You know, hey, hey, that's pretty good, right? But that's the price we'll pay if we allow our unsustainable deficits to continue. Because that is, and unless Washington changes its big spending ways, we will soon face an astronomical taxes. And we will. And uh, that's why the ongoing debt ceiling standoff between Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, Representative of California, Republican, and President Joe Biden is so important. Now, remember, McCarthy is part of the WEF. Don't let that fool you. I'm just telling you. So if we continue spending like the Europeans, then America's middle class must prepare to be taxed like the Europeans. For a typical American family, if for a European-style tax system could carry a price tag of $20,000 per year or more in additional taxes. Breaking it down, let's look at the first. Uh, let's look first at taxes on income, including the portion of payroll taxes taken out of the employees' paychecks for Social Security and Medicare, which I think they should just stop because I'm never going to see. So I wish they just give me all that I paid into. I wish they'd give me all I paid in and just give it to me right now. You know what I'm saying? Because I paid in a lot. <laughs> so married, childless Americans with one spouse working full time at an average wage equivalent to about sixty-five thousand dollars of annual income pay about a combined twenty percent taxes on income, including state and local income taxes. A typical Western year couple with a uh, couple with no kids pays about twenty-six percent. I don't know where they're getting that they pay a combined twenty percent here at the Daily Signal because I'm single, not married, and I pay like fourteen and a half, fifteen percent taxes so if it was combined that'd be 30 percent taxes i don't know where he's getting that from but who knows with no kids <laughs> so he kind of breaks it down here no kids kids two kids payroll tax blah 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 and he goes on to say because of america's child tax credit gap between u.s and european taxes uh is even larger for parents a married parent with two kids pays a 13 percent tax on income and compared to blah 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 but he goes on to say uh, Western European countries impose hefty taxes on businesses' payroll. Uh, these taxes have the same effect as other taxes taken out of wages, namely that workers take home less pay. The only difference is that these taxes are better hidden from the workers. The U.S. imposes a 7.65 employer-side payroll tax, but the average Western European country hits employers with a 21.6% payroll tax. 
whoo, boy, that's money that employees never see. But the biggest difference between middle class taxes in America and Europe is that Europeans are subject to the value added tax or the VAT. So the VAT is a form of consumption tax, a cousin of the sales taxes that many U.S. states impose. U.S. states sales taxes usually exempt a broad range of products, um, ranging from food to medicine to many services vats typically allow fewer exemptions and while the typical american pays a seven percent sales tax um, at the state and local level a consumer in a typical western european country faces a 21.8 percent vat and if all that wasn't enough since many western european countries are as deep in debt as the u.s middle class europeans can only expect their taxes to rise and what about the rich politicians like senator bernie sanders um and senator elizabeth warren uh claimed that we can go on spending like europeans by making the rich in corporations pay their fair taxes or pay their fair share but the truth is the taxes on the rich corporations in the quote social democracies of western europe that the left idolizes so much aren't that different than here in the united states including average state and local taxes the top combined statutory tax rate on wage income for the wealthy in the u.s is 44 percent compared to 51.7 percent in western europe guys this is crazy but this is coming for us and a huge huge more is coming for us and yeah we can see that happening because we can't continue i mean they're just printing money it's like uh what do they call it but in germany when they were just printing off the money people bringing wheelbarrows of of douche marks or whatever up there just to buy a loaf of bread it was crazy uh that's where we're heading to in the united states of america and then they were just burning them to stay warm you know but that's where we're heading in the united states of america folks what do i tell you all the time get you some food you better get you some food <laughs> get you some food anyway uh, go to Mama Bear Prepper on YouTube, Mama Bear Prepper, and uh, be sure that you get the right Mama Bear Prepper. There's another one, but she's got kind of like a, 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 what do you call that, mask, that uh, nuclear uh, gas mask thing on. Anyway, she's great. Tasha, fantastic. Go check her out. She's got a Discord channel, too. Check her out on YouTube. Alaskan Prepper's good. Go check out the Alaskan Prepper Monkey Works, W-E-R-X, Monkey Works. Go check him out if you want to talk about military aviation. He's fantastic on that. Uh, guys a lot of stuff going on in the world but my main thing for you guys is to be prepared we are to be god didn't tell us in the bible what was coming for us not to be prepared for us to walk around going dun, 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 you know oh gee there's a famine coming i wonder how much of that we'll see as christians i don't know you know what i was reading today i was reading genesis the book of joseph in egypt the seven years of good and the seven years of famine we had the plenty in the famine hmm telling you i don't know that just kind of struck me like huh so that's what's coming and it could be coming could be coming and it doesn't even matter you can get hit by a hurricane or whatever and every charge could be down from three days to a week what are you going to do do you have that much food do you have enough to last a week do you have enough to i like that i laugh when i watch that stuff on like you do three day emergency supply i'm like look dude i can go three days eating hot dogs out of a weenie package or something you know I could eat, I could go three days eating what was that potted meat crud you know I mean come on now folks get real three days is a breeze I mean I go camping eat less than that I'm camping catch some fish or whatever but there's coming a day and if the Bible told us this famine was coming how great a famine it's going to be and it's going to be huge uh you think we could see the signs happening which we can what 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 the fertilizer plants blowing up oh my gosh the cost of fertilizer through the roof 
Um, them not letting them use for us folks. And then the food plants burning up and, you know, hundreds of thousands of cattle dying, bird flu, all this stuff happening. Oh, you know, um, them screwing with our with our food supply and on them screwing with it. But who knows what they've done to our food? Yeah, who knows? It's always a get your local rancher, local farmer. Go to your farmer's markets, you guys. Farmer's markets are about to start opening, I think, in the end of June, beginning of July here in Texas. I don't know about where you guys are. Probably California, you can all the time, <laughs> every single day of the year, Heather. <laughs> Rub it in, folks. <laughs> but just, just, just do Heather a favor and make me feel better. Get you some food. Stock up on some food. Get canned food, but be very careful what you're buying. Okay, be very careful. Just go with basics. You don't need anything, you know, fancy schmancy. You know, unless you want to be fancy schmancy. If you got the money to be fancy schmancy, go be fancy schmancy. But anyway, uh, but read it because it'll say contain a bioengineered food ingredient, which is usually corn, something made from corn um, or soybeans. Guys, soybean oil, cottonseed oil is not to be consumed. You yeah, know, maybe back in the day, but especially cottonseed, our body is not meant to digest. We can't, our body doesn't even recognize that. Our brain's like, what are you doing to me? Inflammation, inflammation. You know, anyway. But uh, soybean soybeans is the most genetically modified crop in the U.S. I don't know about the world, but in the U.S. it is in corn. So if you see anything with corn, maltodextrin, whatever, I, my advice would be if you can find it somewhere else, go somewhere else. Get something else that replace that. Get something organic. And just because it says organic non-GMO doesn't mean that it really is non-GMO. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. I'm just saying. I read an article not too long ago about the chicken that are in some of these fat, these restaurants. There's not even real chicken. It's not even all chicken. Like, what? What? I'm telling you folks, they're screwing with their food supply. And uh, that's what Hitler did. Remember? And then Hitler went to all that trouble to breed the perfect, the perfect cow. You know, the perfect cattle. And those things were so mean. They were monstrous. And what they did, slaughtered them and fed them to the people as sausage. Mm. After they genetically modified them. Folks. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'll tell you what. Bit of Chrome. Go to getlifemedia.com. You can learn a whole lot. Watch the Klaus Schwab series. Better yet, download the app on your phone. Getalifemedia.com. Anyway, uh, check that out, you guys. Um, We're living in a day like I never thought we'd live in. And all you guys are too. Um, I'm mortified, just appalled at the things. It's like sci-fi movies horror movies that they're doing to the food supply they're doing to the people that vaccine was not a vaccine it was a genetically modifying tool and by the millions people took that by the millions probably billions folks mm. they had no idea what it was going to do they did they know and they did it anyway babies die it's just murder but you know one thing as a Christian we all have to be thankful for is this is not our home. This is not our home. We are here but a little while. You know, like Jesus said, we were passing through. This is not our home. Our home still awaits us. Jesus says, I have gone to prepare a place for you. That's right. So be not troubled. Don't be troubled. Don't be worried. We say, I've gone to prayer place for you. And if I go to prayer place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am there, you may be also in the way you know. Because he said at the beginning, in his father's house are many rooms or many mansions. If it were not so, he goes, I would have told you. He's gone to prepare. But can you imagine? I don't know. My room is going to be so cool. <laughs> Yours is probably super cool. 
And uh, I know dogs go to heaven, cats maybe. No, just kidding. I know. I think our pets go to heaven. I think animals go to heaven. I do. There's a big debate about that. Prove me that they don't. You know, God even knows when a sparrow falls. God knows when a sparrow, you know how many sparrows are? When a sparrow falls, he knows. How many hairs are on your head? Mm, He knows. He knows. I know all my dogs and all my kitty cats and anything I've ever had, birds, whatever. They're in heaven. I know they are. And, um, you know, what would heaven be? Why would he have to recreate birds? Why? Because he wouldn't have to. They're already here. Anyway, I'm just saying, eh, you know, <laughs> I love, love, love that God loves us. And I, and the reason I always go back to that, because people are like, you're just a dog or it's just a whatever. Well, why don't you read second Samuel chapter 12? Then get back with me and tell me that it's just whatever. Yeah. I love that story. When I read across that story, I hung on to that like, oh boy, that's what we like to do. You read the word of God, you find something, you hang on to that promise. Hold on to it. That's why the word of God is there because he loves us. Anyway, guys, with that, I'm going to get out of here. I got some things to do. I got some dogs to go walk. (laughs) And uh, with that, uh, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Oh my goodness. I look forward to one day uh one day being able to meet you guys that I hear from on the regular. You know, Michelle and Art hear from you. I, just, I love you guys. You are such uh such a huge encouragement to me. And uh oh I tell you, I, I just love y'all. You know, we're all sisters and brothers in Christ. We're all family and we've all spent eternity together. So if you're a Christian and you have your other Christian friend and yeah, y'all don't get along. <laughs> Just think you're going to spend eternity together. <laughs> of course, we're going to bicker and fight here on earth, but sometimes we shouldn't. But you know we should. We're not perfected until we until Christ comes. Did you know, isn't that amazing? Second Thessalonians, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 to 53. When this corruptible puts on incorruptible in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, guys, get in the word. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And I really am leaving this time. <laughs> Maranatha, Lord Jesus. One of these days, we're going to end this show with the trumpet. <laughs> oh, man. May God bless each and every one of you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your Word. I thank you for the rain that you have blessed us with in the Texas Panhandle. We were in a drought, and we are so thankful and grateful for your provisions, Lord. And Father, I lift up each and every person that's listened to this podcast. And God, I just ask that you would would bless them and that your will would be done in their lives. And Father, I would just ask that you would give them boldness to tell their friends and family and even strangers about you, about your gospel, about your son, Jesus, and about the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for your word and for your warnings, Lord. You know, I thank you that you told us in your word what was coming. And I think you told us that to prepare us, not to scare us. And Father, I thank you for all those, Lord, who have preached your word and teach your word. And they talk about Bible prophecy and they tell people and they inform us. People like Pastor Jack Hibbs and Pastor Billy Crone and Don Perkins. And there's just so many, Father, that you have you know, given us, Lord, and blessed them 
to preach your word and to tell us about the end times. Lord, I just thank you so much for Jim Markell and her ministry. And Father, I just thank you and I just praise your holy name. I just praise you, Father God. We all just praise you. And God, I just thank you for everything. Lord, save those today. Lord, we pray that you would save those today, that those that those folks who are lost would cry out to you, Jesus, for salvation. And Father, I thank you for all these things. Most importantly, your precious word. Thank you, Jesus. And we ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.